We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And then up to Sco says, I think Baker stays Texas. Seems to me staff is trying to take home Seton while working for Nate. Yeah, I think that's that's basically kind of what I'm what I'm thinking too. That's that's my reasoning. And then up to Sco asks another question here. Uh, when do you think Breland will commit? Um, it's been about two weeks since he decommitted. Which teams are you hearing that are piquing his interest slash stopping him from committing? Uh, assuming you're talking about Elijah Rushing here because Aiden Breland already committed. Um, yeah, with with Elijah Rushing, I think this is uh, an interesting commitment to kind of keep an eye on here or recruitment. I should say, I shouldn't say commitment. Elijah rushing is certainly a very interesting recruit to keep an eye on here, seeing that he did decommit from the university of Arizona. And I I mean, even when he committed to Arizona, I didn't really think that his heart was in it. And I only say that because of watching the high and watching the stream. Um, And it really just felt like it was pretty, orchestrated and honestly a little bit rehearsed when he committed to Arizona. And I knew that Oregon was never going to go away in that recruitment, just with how much effort and time they, they put into that recruitment with, uh, with Elijah rushing, continue to put in with him six foot six, 251 pounds out of Tucson, Arizona, South point Catholic. Uh, obviously the hometown hero element was something that was at play for him when he first committed to Jed fish and the wildcats. But Oregon has stayed in constant contact. I mean, I'm even, I even heard, you know, last week, I think it was that they, they were uh, talking to him in his camp multiple times uh, and one day. So I think Oregon still is the clear cut favorite for Elijah rushing. I, I wouldn't doubt that other schools are still trying to stay involved here. Tennessee got him out for a visit before uh, I think it was an official visit before he committed to Arizona. Notre Dame was also a school that was involved with Elijah rushing and the earlier part of his recruitment, Florida as well, when his younger brother Cruz was at Florida, but now Cruz rushing is uh, back home in Arizona, I believe, playing for the Wildcats. So that was obviously a big part, the family connections that, uh, that the Wildcats had to rushing and his family and being so close, being a Tucson native, that's something that makes it easier for you to uh, take those trips, obviously. Give me a, a little second here to take a sip of some coffee. Yeah, it's uh, 1.30, and I think I'm on my third cup of coffee. I'm just fired up, excited for a big weekend for the Ducks. That game against Utah is keeping me plenty busy 
And then there's always the latest on the recruiting trail. Also got to talk with Dylan Gresham, Oregon wide receiver commit in the 24 class that was recently on campus. Go give that one a read if you haven't. Um, yeah. And then, you know, Tim Minacci is talking about two more crystal balls three days ago by top two, four, seven analysts, Greg Biggins and Brandon Huffman for rushing to commit to Oregon. Um, if you guys have been following me and reading my stuff for a while, uh, I have a pin story on the homepage over at Ducks Digest. And I put my prediction in for Oregon to land Elijah rushing on, I think it was October 9th, 8th or 9th. Um, I was, I was out of the country at that point. So I wasn't really able to to work as much as I, I guess I would have liked to, but I, once I saw he decommitted from Arizona, I, uh, I immediately put that prediction in for, uh, him to end up going to Oregon. Um, there's just too much, too many connections. Love, love the development there by Dan Lanning and Tosh Lapoy. that the defense is playing really well. Good players want to play with good players. And I think the Breland commitment only gave them even more recruiting momentum for Elijah rushing. So not really any new updates. I think, I think that, uh, you know, timing really plays a big role in recruiting. And sometimes you'll see, I mean, I don't have any evidence of this in the past or even right now, but I think it's not far-fetched to think that the Oregon staff has had commitments ready to go in the past, but they tell the recruit to kind of hold off for a bit and try to line it up with like a big win. So Maybe I don't have any intel on this, but maybe maybe uh, rushing's ready to pop, and they just want to wait until this game against Utah. Maybe you're looking at Oregon getting a win and uh, possibly landing Elijah rushing shortly after. Um, you know that's a hypothetical. Like I said again, I don't have any intel on that, but just kind of uh, spitballing a little bit. But either way, um, only continue to hear positive buzz about Elijah rushing and Oregon. I think you just got to be patient sometimes, and um, you know. These things will happen when they happen. Let's see. We've got some other other comments here. We got Playboy1625 with a question. It's probably a long shot, but there any news on Kobe Black that could be taking an OV to Oregon? We're the only school he hasn't taken an OV to out of his top five. Yeah, so if you guys don't know who Kobe Black is, just to give you a little bit of a background here, he is a 2024, I could have sworn he was a corner, but I guess he's a safety at a Waco, Texas, Connolly High School. He's a five-star guy, uh, has Oregon as one of his finalists, along with Texas, Texas A&M, Ohio State. Those are some schools in the mix. And there's there's not really any new, um, there's not really any news as far as, that I'm hearing at least, as far as Oregon and uh, Kobe Black right now. Um you know, maybe I need to, to check in with my sources a little bit, but I think really, if you're looking at Texas recruiting, I mean, I think, I think Texas is probably, they've been the clear cut favorite and the school with the most buzz the Longhorns have for Kobe Black for a majority of his recruitment. But I still don't know if he has, does he have a commitment date? I need to look at his Twitter and see what's, uh what's going on there. Cause I don't know if he has a commitment date just yet. Um, yeah, he's, he doesn't have a commitment date right now. Uh, but just to confirm what I was talking about earlier, um, top five of Oregon, LSU, Texas, Texas A&M and Ohio state. So those are some pretty heavy hitters. LSU just pulled off a huge flip yesterday. Um, LSU 
flipped a big time offensive lineman. I don't know his name off the top of my head, so I have to go check it out. Um, was he not in the 2024 class? I'm tripping. Mm, I guess he was 2025. Uh, give me a second here. Um, I'm having a total brain fart right now. Where did Texas A&M? Let's see. Weston Davis. That was his name. Okay, yeah, Weston Davis. Oh, he's a four-star, I guess. He was a five-star, I think, on on three, but four-star uh, Beaumont United. Offensive tackle, Weston Davis flipped from AM to LSU yesterday. So that was like one of the big one of the big storylines. If you're looking more big picture, I think that's something that I really like to do, you guys, is just go outside of Oregon sometimes because there's so many recruiting storylines across the country. And who knows, maybe these guys will be com- competition with Oregon on the recruiting trail or they'll play each other in a bowl game or maybe even down the road in the Big Ten. Um, but yeah, as far as Kobe Black, I think – I haven't heard anything about him in Oregon lately. Uh, I think Texas is still the favorite there uh, in, in that recruitment. Um, Tim Minacci with another comment. Most of the media, along with national stats, has Oregon playing at a top level, regardless of the UW loss. Do, so, do SoCal recruits feel the same way? And what kind of growth and in interest has it caused? Yeah, I think... I haven't asked too many guys about the Washington loss, but I think the the broad feeling is that even though Oregon lost to Washington, I don't think you came out of that game thinking any less uh, of the Ducks and kind of what they're able to do on the field. Because um, you, you went to Washington into Seattle into a you know hostile environment and you kept it within three. You went against one of the most explosive offenses in the country. Uh, sure, it was a winnable game, but I think that if you have a game that close, I don't really think it hurts your uh, your recruiting efforts um, because you you were competitive and you had a chance to win. There weren't any like crazy boneheaded decisions. I think you know a lot of people obviously want to talk about Dan Lanning's fourth down play calls um, in that game. I think you take the points before half. I've talked about that before, but I don't think there's that much else that I I would have done differently. So I think that the loss to Washington hurt Oregon fans, obviously. Uh, Another rivalry loss for for Dan Lanning since coming to Oregon. That's obviously not where you want to be, but I don't think it's something that's going to sway a recruiting battle right now. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Darius P with a question. What about Jericho Johnson? Yeah, Jericho Johnson's heading to Salt Lake this weekend for his Utah official visit. I think 247 Sports was reporting that. It might have been Greg Biggins or Brandon Huffman. Um, but that's a big trip. That's a big trip because Utah is playing some really good football. They're going against Oregon, uh, and they're one of his four finalists. You have Oregon, Utah, USC, and Washington for Jericho Johnson four-star defensive lineman out of Fairfield, California, Armio High School. So I think that, uh, I don't know, it's interesting. It feels like Washington has more recruiting prowess or more recruiting power than Utah. But I, I just think that's because Utah hasn't really been a school that's taken recruiting elite guys super, super serious, um, which is odd to me because Kyle Whittingham's the best coach in the Pac-12, and they've always been a school that can do more with less. So imagine if Utah were recruiting at the level Oregon was. I don't think that's super realistic to say, but um, yeah, it's it's surprising to me. I think that Utah could be doing so much more than they are on the recruiting trail, but hey, maybe there's a run coming for Utah. I don't know. But as for Jericho Johnson, I think Oregon still leads there. Um, you know, had a really strong visit out to Oregon for the Colorado game last month. And, and I don't think that um, there's necessarily anything to worry about for the Duck fans that are following that recruitment. I think that he's trying to make his decision in-house next month before going public with it during the early signing period. So I think there's still some time to get him back on campus if you want. Um, but Washington is still the main threat there for Oregon with regard to Jericho Johnson's recruitment. Um I think I feel confident about this one in large part because of Tosh Lapoy. Tosh Lapoy is one of the best recruiters in the country. One, certainly one of the best recruiters, if not the best recruiter on Oregon staff right now. You look at what he's doing at the edge spot, especially if they can get Elijah rushing and then along the defensive line with guys like Tion Gray and, and, and uh, Zdavian Sims. So not really anything new on Jericho Johnson, but he's going to be in Salt Lake City this weekend for Utes versus Ducks. So I think that's a, a big uh, thing you got to keep an eye on. Uh, we got a question from Jay Bryan. Thanks for the question. Jay Bryan asks, what's the confidence level for Solomon Williams committing to the Ducks? Yeah, Solomon Williams is a, a dude. That There's no question about that. Solomon Williams coming out of the state of Florida, four-star edge rusher that has Oregon in his top five right now, along the, with the likes of Clemson, um, Ohio State, Alabama. Oh, man, it's getting a little bit fuzzy for some reason with him uh, as far as his tops go. Um, but that's a guy that Oregon really likes, and he was he was just on campus for an official visit. No, yeah, that was his official visit. 
he was supposed to come out last month, but I think I heard some family stuff came up. So he kind of had to reschedule that official visit, but he, uh, he reportedly said that uh, Oregon's in his top two, which is a significant update. I thought it was going to be um, Oregon and Alabama. I think I saw someone comment on one of my videos that it's Oregon and uh, Texas A&M. We know that Texas A&M can, can mix it up with the best of them on the recruiting trail, uh, especially when it comes to defensive line guys. But um, you saw all the D linemen they got in that 22 class, and I don't even know how many are still there. So I guess Texas A&M doesn't worry me too much, but you know they've proven to be contenders on the recruiting trail under Jimbo Fisher. I think that uh, he's fallen very short of expectations out there in College Station, but they're still going to be a competitive team as far as recruiting goes. Uh, I think Solomon Williams is supposed to be in Tuscaloosa this weekend for an Alabama visit, which would back up what I was thinking about Bama being the other finalist, if it is indeed down to two for the Carol Wood Day edge rusher. Um, I'm feeling good. I just think that, uh, you know, I haven't gotten to interview him myself, and I want to ask some of my sources how they're feeling, but I'm feeling pretty good about Oregon's chances here with Solomon Williams. And I think part of the reason for that is because of the premium that Dan Lanning is putting on the on recruiting the uh, edge rusher position because Oregon already has a commitment from Jackson Jones out of Yuma Catholic, Arizona in Arizona. But we're looking at a position um, where a situation rather where Oregon could realistically get Elijah rushing Jackson Jones and Solomon Williams. I mean, that's, that's insane. And they might get Jericho Johnson. Like there is no position in my mind that Dan Lanning is recruiting harder and in turn, that Oregon is recruiting harder than defensive line. Uh, you're losing a lot of guys after this season. You know, Dorless, Popo, Casey Rogers, to, to name a few, maybe Jordan Birch. So you just can never have too many top-tier elite defensive linemen. You, you just you can't. Um, and I think that's part of the reason that they've been so successful this year on defense. They've had so many bodies. They've built the depth at that position that you can just rotate guys in and keep them fresh. And you have true freshmen like Mateo, Tatum, um, Blake Purchase that are all making an impact for you right away. And that helps you just kind of situationally get guys in there. So I wouldn't say it's likely that they get all those guys right now, but I mean, just the, with the importance of the defensive line and Dan Landing's vision, I think you figure it out. If all those guys are actually willing to come to Oregon, uh, that would be a phenomenal recruiting job, a phenomenal win, phenomenal wins on the recruiting trail, plural. Um, but yeah, so Solomon Williams is is uh, is definitely liking where things are at. Uh, some really strong quotes, just talking about Oregon and, and Dan Lanning coming out of that visit. So I'm gonna hopefully interview him myself. Um, but I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident that Solomon Williams could end up committing to the ducks. Uh, not a sure thing. I don't think we have a decision timeline right now, but you figure he's probably one of those guys if he's committing to one of these schools that is considering enrolling early. So that's definitely a really big time recruit that you got to keep an eye on. If you're an Oregon recruiting fan, everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why, what do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.